You're listening to Purposeful Woman Podcast. This is a show that will help equip you to build healthy relationships so that you'll have the foundation you need to create a fulfilled life. Hello, everyone. My name is Yolanda Postel. I'm a relationship coach and the host of Purposeful Woman. I'm so glad you were able to join me today. Let's get into this episode. When you get married, part of the vows are in sickness and in health, till death do you part. You say I do and celebrate your nuptials. You enjoy the reception with your friends and family. And the years pass by. You continue down life's path together. Life is going well. In fact, it's never been better. Your relationship is strong. Your children are healthy. You both have successful careers. Life is good. Then one day, your world is suddenly rocked by an unexpected diagnosis. Not some small diagnosis, but the big one. The C word that everyone dreads. Cancer. This is where my husband and I found ourselves a few years ago. After moving to Georgia, he started having some breathing issues and after A few visits to the doctor, they determined it was asthma. So we continued along with life as usual. And then in 2018, he was involved in a head-on collision. And when I got the call, I immediately texted two people I trusted to pray. One was Dr. Crenshaw, who was my pastor at the time, and the other was Elder Smith. Little did I know how much prayer we would need in the next couple of years. At the time when my husband was in the hospital, they performed a body scan. And during the scan, a lesion was found on my husband's lung. His breathing problems that were previously attributed to asthma turned out to be lung cancer. I know bodies break down and ailments are a part of life. We just didn't expect to face something like that so soon. Thank God, after a successful thoracotomy, the cancer was completely removed from his lung. But the battle wasn't over. He later went on to face kidney cancer and a third cancer as well. And I admit, when I first heard cancer, the C word, it shook me. Because during my lifetime, you know, I'd seen various family members succumb to the disease. And so it was something that I definitely didn't want my spouse to face. But one thing I did understand and know is who I serve. And I relied on God to carry me, to carry us through. And through God's strength, I didn't crumble and neither did he. I didn't fall apart and neither did he. I held on to my faith. And one thing that I understand is that I could not control the outcome. This was something that was completely out of my control and it was in God's hands. I continued to pray and put my trust in God 
for my husband's healing and that his will would be done in our lives. Now, I'm not sharing this story for sympathy. I'm sharing to say that if your spouse is facing health challenges, I understand. And I'm sure some of you listening, you may be going through it right now. Or maybe you're one of the couples who have already been through it. And for some of you, the outcome was good and your spouse had a successful recovery. And others, your spouse may have succumbed to the disease. But the challenges we all face and difficulties vary. And it's so important during this time that you're going through and that you're facing challenges to protect your mind. It is vital that you protect your mind because people want to come to you sometimes crying or speaking negative words. And there are times where you just don't have the capacity for it. If you can't handle them, shut it down in a respectful way. And I understand that, you know, you might have children or immediate family that that want to share their emotions. And that's okay. I understand that. But I'm referring to acquaintances or others that may travel in the same circles. Of course, sometimes you got some family that, hey, you might need to shut them down too if they keep coming to you too much. But if you're struggling yourself. You you can't carry somebody else. There comes a time where you've got to step back and let them deal with their own emotions because you're busy trying to keep it together. You're busy trying to hold it together for yourself and your spouse. You don't have time to coddle other people through their emotions. And once again, the caveat, I mean, I understand when it comes to your children or, you know, or your parents, that's something completely different. But I mean, there are some people that will come in and make it about them. And it's not about them. It's about you. It's about your spouse. It's about what you're going through together. It's about what you're facing. It's about making sure your mindset stays right. It's ma- it's about making sure that you protect your peace and that you don't allow someone to come in and shake it with foolishness. So yes, during the time where your spouse is going through a serious illness, it's okay to be selfish and shut some things down because you've got to not only carry your own emotions that are going on in your mind, but you also are the support system for your spouse. You're also the sounding board for them for how they're feeling and how and what it is that they're going through. So you don't have time to carry the emotions of people that just want something to cry about. You have to protect yourself from those that may be around you that lack faith. And it brings to mind Mark 5 um, in verses 23, it starts at verse 23, but in Mark chapter 5, one of the rulers of the synagogues came to Jesus and, you know, told him that his daughter was sick. 
And he knew that if he could just have Jesus lay hands on him, that his daughter would be healed. And Jesus went with the man to his home. But when they were on their way, one of the people came to them and said, your daughter's dead. And Jesus said to the ruler, don't be afraid, only believe. And he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of Jesus. And outside of the house, there were people crying. There were people wailing loudly. And to make a long story short, Jesus ended up healing the child. And the child rose from the dead. And the the people that were outside crying and chiding and didn't believe and didn't have faith, well, he left them on outside. And he brought in Peter, James, and John. So I said that to say sometimes you have to shut off the voices of others. You have to shut off the negativity. You have to protect your mind and protect your spirit. And you have to surround yourself with those that pray, those that um, have faith and know how to get a prayer through. And don't be afraid to reach out for prayer and support. You don't have to go through it alone and you don't have to Rely on your own strength. Know that there are others out there that understand what it is that you're going through. And I tend to be a private person. I I do keep a lot to myself. But one thing I do know is that I have my limits. And there are times where I've got to get out of my bubble, my shell, and reach out for support. And during the time of my husband's illness and when he had various things going on, um, I surrounded myself with people of faith and people that knew how to get a prayer through. And they interceded for me when I didn't have strength to do so. They interceded for my husband at all hours. And so I'm grateful for the prayer and the support that they offered And so you don't have to go through things alone. You don't have to suffer in silence. There are support groups. If you have a church that you attend, which if you don't, I highly recommend you find a good one. I know sometimes that could be a challenge, but if you can find a good one, you go and you just get the support of those in the church to pray for you, your pastor or or church prayer team, or whoever they have that um, in leadership or that's trusted to, to pray for those that are going through specific situations. And then when you are in a good place, when your mind is in a right place, it's just important to make sure that you are grounded in faith. And I know everybody is at a different level when it comes to the faith walk that you have individually. And I would say that if you don't have a prayer life, but if you believe in God and if you don't have a prayer life, get a solid prayer life. Spend time reading your word. I can never say that enough. Spend time praying. Spend time studying the scriptures and 
finding scriptures that pertain to what you're going through, find scriptures that encourage you in what it is that you and your spouse are facing. Because you can pretty much find almost every situation in the Bible. The Bible is not all sunshine and roses. And it's real stories with people that have faced real situations. So you're going to find scriptures that pertain to what you're facing. And hide that word in your heart. The Bible says to hide the word in your heart, right? So find those scriptures, memorize those scriptures when you're going through and you're having a difficult moment. Say a scripture or or think about a scripture that uh, ministers to you and ministers to your spirit and just really get grounded in your faith and really seek God because he is there to help you through the, the challenging time that you face. Because, again, I don't know where I would be if I didn't have my faith to um, and my faith in God and my belief in God to really hold me up during this time or during the time that uh, my husband was going through his various illnesses. And, you know, there were times where he looked perfectly well and you would never know that there was anything bothering him. But when you're the spouse, you're going to see things that others can't see. You're going to know things that others don't know. You're going to put on your smile. You're going to go out. You're going to go face the world with that smile on your face. But there are other things going on behind the scenes that you and only you and your spouse are going to know because it's the two of you together. You, your spouse and God. Because, (laughs) you know, it's what you have to face together. My husband was blessed that his recovery times were average recovery times. He didn't have to have any chemo. And so his were resolved surgically and um, through other treatment. But I know that some of you, you have other things going on. And your spouse may require a lot more care or maybe you've become you're still working full time and you're the caregiver after hours or maybe you've had to change your schedule and it's just become a lot. Take some time for yourself. I my last podcast was about self-care just in general, but I think when you are a caregiver, be it for two months or be it two years or beyond, when you yourself are a caregiver, it's so important to take care of yourself. So many caregivers are just worn out mentally. Some caregivers wear out physically in their bodies because They are just going 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And that in itself isn't healthy. I know you've got to do what you can. But if there is anybody that you can call, anybody that can come give you a break, someone that can sit with your loved one for an hour or two while you go take a nap 
or someone to help you do the basic things that, you know, maybe run some errands, something that can just help get little things off your plate so you can have time for you. Help you with someone to, if if you're a caregiver and you have kids, see if you can have someone come in even for half a day and you just take a little bit of time for you. And I know that there's always challenges, right? And and COVID-19 has presented a whole different set of challenges. People are concerned about um, health environment. So I get that. But if there is anybody that you can trust, because I don't believe in just letting anybody in your door, but if there's somebody you can trust to help you for a couple of hours or half a day, take them up on the offer and go spend some time alone. Recuperate, rest your mind, just reconnect with you and who you are. Just let the stress go, let the worry go. And you'll find that when you come back, you're ha- you're healthier and you're happier. Because let's face it, when a person is a caregiver, sometimes you can get it a little more so from, from your spouse than other people would. Why? Because that love is there. They know you're going to be there. They know they could trust you. They know they can act out a little bit. And you're, you're not going nowhere. You're going to be their support system. And so sometimes it can be rough being a caregiver. But as you care for others, as you care for your spouse, you got to also take a few minutes to take care of yourself. And I know that that is not always easy. But if there's any way you could schedule it in for your own health, your own mind, and your own peace, please find a way to do it. Because that will help you stay mentally strong. And when you're mentally strong, sometimes you feel even more physically strong as well. Why? Because I think when somebody is wore out in their mind, it's almost worse than being worn out in your body. So take care of your mind. Keep your mind healthy. Keep your spirit healthy. Pray. Stay in your word. Ask for help. Get the support you need. Don't try to be a lone ranger and handle everything on your own because you don't have to. There are people that want to help you, people that want to support you, people that want to see the best for you and your spouse. And as I talk about this situation of Spouses facing serious illness. I know that not everybody has a good outcome. Not everybody's spouse makes it through the illness. Not everybody's spouse um, is able to avoid serious treatment. And some of you had to say goodbye to your spouse. And my heart goes out to you. And that is a situation that I know I can't speak to because I haven't been through it. 
but I would like to recommend a book. It's called Step Into It, Overcoming Trials That Lead to Purpose by Anita Morris. She's had her share of trials. She's had her share of life circumstances. Um, She's been through the loss of her spouse, but God allowed her to I'm not going to say God allowed her to. God carried her through the storm and she came out on the other side. And so there is hope no matter what you're going through. If you've lost your spouse, I just pray for your strength. I pray that your heart will heal. I pray that your heart will mend and that you will continue to live a full life. I pray that you do not become absorbed by grief, but that you will get stronger each day and that what you went through is difficult as it may be, that you are able to be a source of strength for others. And for those of you whose spouse is currently going through an illness right now, and you are their shoulder to cry on, you're their caregiver, you're there to help them through the trial, but you have things going on in your mind as well as you try to be strong for them. I just pray that God strengthen you, that he fortify you, and that you stand in his strength. And then know that it is by his power and his might that you will make it through together. You're not alone and you don't have to go through it alone. And there are people in your corner. There are people cheering for you. There are people that want to do what they can to help you. And again, don't be afraid to reach out for help. Don't be afraid to ask for it. Don't be shy about taking that quiet time that you need. If you have family that is able and willing to help, let them help you. And I pray that your relationship just comes through stronger than ever before. Because all the challenges that we face in life, all the challenges that we face in our relationships, is so that we can pass the wisdom on to others. And you may be asking yourself, why you? Why are you the one that has to go through it? Why not you? Each of us is here to give encouragement, to give wisdom. We weren't placed on this earth just to do things for ourselves. And so as you go through, I know that it's not something that you may want to hear right now, but you're going to be able to be a help to someone down the road. You're going to be able to be an encouragement to someone down the road. You're going to be able to offer counsel and wisdom 
in a way that is not just generic, but in a way that's sincere because you understand what it is that they've been through. And for those of you that are rolling along and you have no issues, your spouse isn't facing any challenges, then I am happy for you. And I pray that you never, ever, ever have to deal with an ailment or illness with your spouse or that you yourself will be able to live long, healthy lives. I pray that you'll be able to continue down life's path together in health and wellness, in joy and love and in peace. I pray that you find a solid foundation in God. And if you have a family member that you know is going through this right now, if you know that they're working, they're caring for their spouse, or maybe they're caring for their spouse full time, take some time to A, check on them, but B, ask how you can help. Ask if there's any way that you can support them because sometimes people may not want to ask. They don't want to be a burden. And so they just keep it all to themselves. But find a way to reach out to your loved ones that you know are going through and that you know um, may not have a lot of support system to see what it is that you can do for them. It could be something so small as running an errand. It could be, as I mentioned earlier, taking the kids or sitting with the kids or the loved one or their spouse while, you know, while they go out and just have a moment to get their head together. But there are so many ways that you can support them, be it big or small. But if you know someone, reach out. Don't let them suffer in silence because a lot of times people feel that it's their problem, their issue, and they just may not reach out. But if you take a moment to offer, they'll appreciate it. And they may tell you no, they may not take you up on what you're offering, but that's okay. It's the the thought that there's someone there that is a source of help and comfort if needed. And so whatever challenge you're facing, be thankful for the time that you have with your spouse. Be thankful that you have the strength and soundness of mind to be a help to them. And I pray for a speedy recovery, and that God will strengthen you during this time. Well, that concludes this week's podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean to subscribe to Purposeful Woman. And don't forget to rate and review. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter 
at Yolanda M. Postel. Go to movingtowardspurpose.com to sign up for my email list so you'll receive updates from me and also a free download of my ebook, 10 Keys to Build a Successful Relationship. And as you go through your day, remember, relationships are the foundation for a fulfilled life. Thank you.